Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast, powered by Self-Recoding, world-class consulting and coaching services that you can access at selfrecoding.com. Self-Recoding is a unique blend of neuro-healing modalities that will empower you to reach your full potential. Join thousands of others who have experienced rapid results in their journey of personal growth. Now enjoy our show where we bring you tools for a powerful mind with your hosts, Cassie Tate and Daisy Pup. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bold and Blonde Mindset Evolution, the podcast that gives you tools for a powerful mind. I'm your host, Kathy Tate from Down Under. With me, as always, your host from America, Daisy Pat. Hi, Daisy. Hi, my dear friend, Down Under, Kathy. You're my favorite podcast partner I could have possibly ever wished for. So I'm so grateful to see you and to know that we are co-creating. I very much like that word as well. Co-creating another episode of Bald and Blonde. What is up your sleeves? Because I know that you really, truly, physically have sleeves on. Why? It's winter. (laughs) (laughs) It is a bit chilly here down under, I have to say. So today we're going to talk about our thinking. Mm. Think little or think big. Wow. Okay. The first thing that pops in my mind is Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yes, I do love that quote. It is just so spot on, isn't it? Kind of comes back to what we believe to be true, will be true, because, well, I believe we create our own realities. Yeah, well, it's very interesting, especially when you look into a little bit the quantum physicists' work. And how they realize, okay, so reality is not really what reality is and we make it up. And so it's really a tough cookie to break and it's a tough cookie to break into and it is not easy to digest either. I think we're getting there closer and closer as the years go by. I can only think and compare it, although it's not comparable, but the science stage Like 30 years ago, when we started to see what the brain does while it does what it's doing. So during our thinking processes, when we imagine something, when we wish for something, when we're scared, when we feel anxious. Prior to that, we did not see what the brain was doing. It was all sort of a assumption and maybe this is going to happen. Maybe that's what the brain is doing. But now we see it. And people are very interesting. Humans are very interesting. They're very curious, one thing. But... They also want to see it, to believe it. Now, quantum physics is, I think, in that stage where we're almost ready to see it. And I'm very curious about the further developments, how much we truly create our reality. I have my ideas. I have only little proof of it. But think little, think big is a big thing in our lives. Because oftentimes we really do think little and then we feel little, then we behave little And then the consequences will be just in absolute alignment. And when we think big, yes, is it possible that we'll fall? Yeah, absolutely. But when I look at inventions throughout lifetime, my lifetime, my father was an inventor. I've seen many inventions of his. It always started with a thought. And my dad was really good in thinking really big. Yeah, inventors are quite amazing. The creativity and the ideas that they have that perhaps have never been thought of before. I have so much respect and fascination for them. 
I do want to jump back to what you said, though, about how scientists are now able to see where the brain becomes active when you're doing different things because I've actually experienced this. Mm -hmm. I had an MRI, one of those big machines where you're put in the tunnel and the magnetic resonance takes these pictures of your brain. And I'm in this study and we did this MRI exercise and while I was in there, I was in there for over an hour, they actually have a little TV screen thing in there and they have me do different things like different sort of mind puzzles because they wanted to take pictures of the different place where your brain lights up. It was Mm -hmm. absolutely fascinating. And I got a picture of the activity in my brain, which is quite beautiful, I must say. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, I'm going to frame that one day and hang it up. So it is super fascinating. The brain is an amazing work of art, I would say. Mm. And quantum physics is starting to help us understand it. And (laughs) I don't know about you guys out there. But I think I'm quite clever until I come across quantum physics and it just (laughs) does my head in. It's just at the very edge of my understanding. It is so complicated. A lot of what I believe is not because I understand how it works, but more because I've seen it in my own life. I like to believe that I'm a master manifester especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to finding houses to live in. (laughs) And so I guess I've had this belief that we create our own reality for most of my adulthood. And the more that I've put my belief into I can do that, the more it seems I am able to do that. And to me, that says that what we believe about ourselves will be true. And in my years of struggle with my body image from my alopecia, it was certainly true in the negative way. When I didn't believe in myself and I didn't believe that I was worthy and it was connected to the way I looked, that is actually how I was treated. I think that we put this out there into the world and people react to it, but I do believe it all starts within us, within ourselves. Yeah, it does. Now the question is, when does it start? (laughs) I point out the when because only when I know the root cause will I be able to change the outcome, so I think. And let me circle back to think big or think little. In 2008, when I founded Self Recoding, I thought big. But I was so scared because... When I share with the world what self-recoding does, and that made it little again. Now, over the decade and half, things changed because self-recoding is 15 years old this year. And humbly, me being the mind behind it, oh, I think really big. When you nowadays look at the literature that I'm writing in small and larger pieces of literature. I'm not talking about a book because I'm not ready. I know that you want me to write another book. Why? Because you told me so. And I understand that you already figured out the title that was just appearing in front of us. And I agree with you. There comes the day. But nowadays it's letters to the United Nations. Nowadays it's letters to our governors. It's about letters to people who are public servants that I feel I'm obliged to support them Because they have a challenging job to do. And I want to support them how we can make changes. 
that are healthy for our communities, for our societies, for the states, for the countries, and so forth. And the vision is so big that some people, when I share, for example, with a public official, when I sit with them face to face, they look at me and they're drawn into because it is so big that it's possible. So there is a place that's a medium. So when it's too little, oh, why do you think so little? When it's too big, oh my goodness, this is way too big. Now, when it's in the median, then usually people don't really feel affected by it. But there is one place, so I experience more often than not, when it is so big and the way how you explain it, now that's the responsibility, my ability, how I can put it out there, that it is so logical that all of a sudden, from being so big, it becomes doable. Now, and that's the goal. It's not really about think little, think big. You can think little or think big unless you are able to verbalize the steps, how to get to the goals you want to achieve or the desired outcomes that you wish to get to. An idea is only an idea. Inventions. That's true, but it has to start with the idea. So it is about think little, think big. But then that's not the only piece we need, Mm -hmm. is it? It's just the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I want to inspire our audience today to begin. I know that we have listeners in, what, 97 countries around the world now. And there are so many people out there listening with such different circumstances. Mm -hmm. But one thing we all have in common is our ability to think little or think big. And I believe it starts there because that's like the first piece of the path, the first step. You've got to have a vision before you can create the steps to achieve it. Mm -hmm. And so to me, thinking big is having what I like to call a big, hairy, audacious goal. And have that dream or that vision or that wanting for yourself. And then after you've got that, how do we actually create it? How do we make it happen? Well, that's probably a whole nother episode and we've probably covered bits of it in lots of our episodes immediately coming to mind as how to eat an elephant. Yes. (laughs) But I think that we need the vision first. And I want to inspire people to think bigger because... A lot of us are conditioned to think small in our childhoods. Mm -hmm. We are told we're stupid. We're told that's not achievable. We're told it's impossible. We're told all these negative things as children. And of course, we grow up believing that. Well, I'm here to say, rubbish, all of that. (laughs) You can think as big as you want and all of it can be achievable if you then put it into the steps that you would need to take to make it happen. Now, I see this a lot in business. As an accountant, I work with a lot of businesses who want to grow bigger. And what we do is we start at the end. Where do we want to be? When Mm -hmm. do we want to be there? And then we go, well, how are we going to get there? And Mm -hmm. we work backwards and we chunk it down. Mm -hmm. And so let's say we've got a five-year goal to hit $10 million in revenue. That's five years away. So now we've got to chunk it down into yearly goals and then those yearly goals into monthly goals 
and those monthly goals into weekly goals and then into what daily steps do I need to take consistently for the next five years to reach that goal? Because if you don't do that part, then you can think as big as you like and it will always remain a pie in the sky, so to speak. It requires taking action. But we must start with the vision. Yes. Now, I'd like to put the flashlight, what is holding us back from thinking big? And I understand you mentioned that we are told as children, you're stupid, you're too little, you can't do that, and this is not achievable. Yes and no, because there are times in a child's development where they really dream big and they think that they are Superman or they think that they're Spider-Man or they think that they can fly or they think they can be the little fairy. And that's really good. It's part of our development. Now, what is it really that holds us back? It's mostly the doubts, but then where does it really happen? It's in the self-talk. Now, when I focus, for example, when I work with clients or I work with a company as a consultant and they ask me, yeah, well, this is not possible because I cannot see that it's possible. So how would it be possible at all? Then I ask them, well, if you would know the answer, what would be the answer? So I'm circumventing their little barriers that they have in their heads. Okay, you cannot think big. Maybe many of our listeners now think, oh, well, no, I can't think that big. Oh, because I will be disappointed again. And I thought big in the past and then I fell really hard and it hurt me. It was painful and it was a disappointment and it was an embarrassment so forth. Now, these are the things that happen in the head that has nothing to do with reality. In this case, it's very real in the own head. But okay, what is it that you would think big? If you could, if you would know how to think big, what would you do? And so that's how we can technically circumvent the barriers or the thresholds that do not allow us to dare think big. Right, because our logic brain will get in the way, won't it? Yes, the logic brain, the rational, the intellectual and the conditioned brain. Now, I really wonder, is it really think big or is it really thinking out of the box or is it beyond my wildest dreams? Certainly, there are different ways how we can express that concept. I think the greatest question someone can ask themselves, if there was nothing holding me back, if there were no outer circumstances that are limiting, what would I be able to think then? So it's not about the size I understand your concept when you say big. It's not about the size. I think it is more about the brilliance. I relate it a little bit when I hear people, you need to work hard. You must work hard. Oh, I must work so hard. Work smart. When I tell myself I must work hard, then that is how I will experience it. When I tell myself, oh, I can work smart, then my mind is on fire. My head's on fire. I'm sitting here and all the sparks and all these neurons just fire and wire together and I will become even more creative. So self-talk, I think, is a big chunk of it. Clearly the conditioning as well. Now, how can we uncondition ourselves? I think that's the key. Yeah, I would agree. I think self-talk is paramount here because it is that voice that will reiterate what you believe. That voice is what can get in the way of us being able to achieve the things we really want. At the same time, you can train that voice to be positive and to be encouraging and to be your cheer squad. Mm -hmm. That's how I like to think of it. 
I don't care what the old cliche says about talking to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. I have full conversations with myself and I have trained myself to be a positive self-talker, to reinforce the endless possibilities in a good way, in a positive way that I can achieve it if I put my mind to it and I take the actions that I need to take. I have a very strong belief about that. It's what I want for everybody. I want everybody to have that belief in themselves and to have that self-assurance that they can do it, whatever it is. Now, I understand that things get in the way and that life throws up obstacles Mm. and that in different countries around the world, there are different circumstances that may be limiting in ways. But that's, I think, where the creativity comes in find different ways of doing things, find a new way to look at things, find a different way to tackle those obstacles, think outside the box, like you said. I think that creativity there is also a key alongside the self-talk. And in addition to that, there comes another aspect. How do we feel about it? The feelings and emotions, energy and motion. Some people experience, based on my work that I do with people or with companies or with groups, that they don't even dare. Why don't they dare? Because they feel guilty. They feel not deserving. They feel they can't do that. The embarrassment, the shame. What will other people say? And these feelings combined with the thoughts are very much in alignment towards the negative downward spiral. And that is then when people don't even get into action because it's scary. So I have this great idea. People think I'm crazy. Now they're judging me. They may be even avoiding me. And then maybe they are even right. Then I fall on my nose and then it turns out that they were right. And I feel that shame and that embarrassment. I spoke with a young lady recently who, due to circumstances over the past three and a half years, felt almost cornered towards taking action. And she opened a business, although everything was against the odds. All the signs were against the odds and she succeeded. And she says to herself, she shared with me, oh, I dare and I do it. And I rather turn out to realize that it didn't work out than to sit there and realize and notice, oh, I never tried because I didn't dare. So she's very daring and that's very courageous. They are very much like that. Look, I do it anyways. You say it doesn't work. My neighbors say it doesn't work. My husband says it doesn't work. My parents say it doesn't work. My community says you're crazy or you're stupid or how dare you. And I will do it anyways because I want to experience it myself. Now, worst case scenario, it didn't work out. Big deal? Question mark? No, it's just as a big deal as we make it. So what's the worst case scenario when you think big? And yes, I admit I'm a big thinker, (laughs) big based on I have big visions. And I see that there is a peer group that sees my vision. Now that I have the vision since years, I just didn't know how to precisely articulate it. Since I'm able to articulate it precisely, the feedback is very different. Now, since the feedback is very different, I was able to make it a full circle. It became so clear to me that now in two minutes I can explain it. Now, that is a process. So think big. It's not, oh, now I have this gigantic idea. 
allow it to develop, allow it to evolve, allow it to change, allow it to grow, allow it to shape itself and go with the flow. And yes, it can be a little bit turned and tuned. It can be a little bit shaped and maybe colored. There's so many nuances. Main thing, I think, in connection to think big or think little, when you let go of the need to be right, then you already cross a huge hurdle. Because when you only dare to think big because you need to be right, and then you hold on to the need to be right instead of maybe being flexible and adjusting to outer circumstances and further develop your idea or your thought, then you are actually shooting yourself in the foot. That's how I think when it comes to the concept, think big, think small. I also think what you said about the people around you, oh, you can't do that or that's not possible. I think we need to be careful who we share our visions with too. There will always be people around that don't jump on board, that don't support you, that don't see the vision or understand it. And that's their conditioning. That's their perception. And I would urge that we don't allow the negative influences to cancel out whatever it is we're thinking big about. But perhaps choose more wisely who you share the vision with because there will be people around that will support it and there will be people around who won't. And that's just normal life because people are at all different levels of thinking, mm-hmm. I think. When you're new at this and you want to start thinking big and you want to start having a vision and really stretching yourself and really going for it, don't tell the person who's going to crush you. Look for the person who's going to support you and help lift you and be on board with it because we need those people. We need people around us who can see the vision and support you. Nobody does it alone, let's face it. Hmm. Nobody does it alone Hmm. at the end of the day. So find those people who will be your cheer squad. And share your vision with those people because they will help you nurture it. They will give you support when you reach out and need some perhaps words of encouragement. If you've had a disappointment, they'll be the ones that help lift you back up and help you keep on track. That's been my experience anyway. Yeah, I think it is a wise idea to choose your audience, who you share it with. Now, I understand that in many groups and in many societies or in many communities, it may be the case that there is nobody who would support your big thinking or your big thoughts or your big vision. Now, if I were you, whomever is in a situation where there is no support group, let's say, or supporting individuals around you, go to a library. It's online possible to find all sorts of literature and find somebody who you feel aligned with who did it. Go and find people's writing and their stories. Who is it who made the impossible possible? For example, there's this extraordinary movie about a boy in Africa. The title is The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. And he made the impossible possible. And it is very inspiring, I think. So when you feel, dear listener, that there's nobody who understands you, you would like to dare think big, Go and read the stories of those who dared to think big, those who did it. It will give you some encouragement, at least, that it is possible. And then... Go for it. Yes, go for it. And look what stands between you and your desired outcome. That's key. 
Yes. Once you transform that or you steer it, what stands between you and your desired outcome, you're good to go. Yeah. And I need to throw in here that if anybody out there is facing obstacles they don't feel like they can overcome, they don't feel like they have the support, reach out to us, baldandblonde.live. We'd love to hear how you're doing. We'd love to hear if you need support or you're struggling. We love to hear from our audience, whatever it is they're going through. And there are other ways to support you. So reach out and let us know what's going on for you. Let us know what you are thinking big about and whether this episode inspired you to do that. Any final words, Daisy, on the topic? I think think smart. (laughs) Think smart. Yeah. Yeah. Choose your thoughts wisely. Choose which thoughts you want to spend time with and how much, for how long, when. And choose thoughts that inspire you more often. That's what I would do. That's what I'm doing. I live it. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. I think that's great advice and certainly a really good way to end the episode and leave that thought with our audience. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode, Think Little, Think Big. As I said, please visit us at baldandblonde.live. While you're there, there's a support us button at the top of the page. We'd really love your support, guys. It helps us remain on air. That's it from us today. A big thank you to Self Recoding, who sponsors each and every episode for us. We'll talk to you soon, so stay tuned for our weekly episode. We are Bald and Blonde. Mindset Evolution. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. Please share our show with your family and friends. Together, we make this world a better place for you, for us, for future generations. When you need consulting or coaching, visit selfrecoding.com. Also, please remember to rate us five stars and leave a review and support us at baldandblonde.live. Talk to you soon.